Hey, Mr. Squeezer. Hey, buddy. How are you? We're officially starting the show. I'm hey, everybody. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I used to go to the ECW arena all the time, Joe. He's uh, Sorry, the show kind of started, but it didn't. So if you're listening to the podcast, we were, we're doing the first test with me and Squeezer live, both on screen at the same time. It was like our cold open. It's up there with Raiders of the Lost Ark and Ghostbusters. And the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, too. No, they don't do a cold open. Do they? Uh, yeah, they do. Yeah. 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 They go right up with the uh, cityscape, the exposition, the news exposition, which if you're going to do it, I am a fan of the newscaster exposition. Absolutely. I like it. Because if you do it right, Ghostbusters did it too. So hopefully we don't have uh, any issues with this stuff today. Uh, I mean, what can go wrong on my end? I just have this thing gaff taped to this thing that thing clamped to that thing look at that rigs and then my entire room my entire room is held up with uh close pins and uh screws that i just jammed into my beams so jamming into your beams yep i have the parts are coming that i actually have my proper mic stand my proper neck and mic and mic flag and audio board and all that but it has to come all the way um from new jersey so it's gonna take a week so it it left the the shipping facility and then went to the distribution facility um which is an hour and a half from my house so i'm sure it'll fly to georgia before being flown back up here to the other distribution center and then it'll load on the truck and then spend two days driving around the county before it drops it off at my place i uh I swapped. Uh, so I have this. I'm using the software editor now, but I bought a black magic switcher last night <laughs> to do this properly. Uh, so hopefully when that comes in, um, we'll have even a, a more proper cut. What up to uh, our buddy Mark Ferris, Ferris Prince, saying he's got the same edifier speakers uh, that I've got back there from a turntable. But he's got no uh, Hulkster, Hulkamaniac uh figure back there um so yeah we're doing a a talk along today we're not going to watch anything we're going to talk about old tv listings uh i'm going to try to have this tab open while also keeping uh you guys up so i could see who's who's chatting uh so um Oh, what's that? I I was that your daughter? Oh yeah, it's uh, it's not that soundproof down here. So no. oh, and also they can. Uh, it was so quiet yesterday, um, because she was actually sitting in the dining room above me, listening to every word I was saying. So um, yeah, I gotta do a good job at keeping with that uh, lack of profanity as best as possible. So, yeah, she was just hanging on every word, listening to me. 
<laughs> Which um, is the quietest she's been, as you could tell when we did our check right before we went on air. So I'm amazed any of this still works. Yeah, it's pretty great. Uh, so yeah. what has anything happened in the 24 hours since we've last been on? <laughs> uh, no. No, I've been... Oh, I didn't... So, as you could see, I look like hell. Yeah, you're a tired and boy. the idea behind it was I didn't want to come on looking like a glamorous, you know, broadcast personality um, and make everyone else feel bad that they're stuck at home and look bad. So, uh, I was going to go with the whole hair and makeup thing, but I figured I just went the Daniel Day-Lewis route and just dove into character. And I had to... I went and had uh, deprived myself of sleep. Mm-hmm. All of last night, um, and the lack of bathing, and so I'm really getting into character as a disheveled, quarantined uh, individual, uh, father of two. Um, but I, very handsome, disheveled father. Thank you. Of two. Yeah, the, the fortunately the headphones and the hat kind of it's kind of hiding everything, and then I'm kind of just ducking behind. This pop filter is my saving grace. It's a comfort thing. I, I I see how you you do it, like right, like the mic is off, so we could see your face, like a, a true like broadcast TV radio show. And I like this is a comfort thing. It, I like to hide. Like to hide. I get it. I'm uh, yeah. I'm currently going through our old. I'm, I'm I pulled up Morning Call newspaper from Wednesday, March 25th, 1995. Morning Call's our local paper. And there's already a Kmart ad advertising the Garden Center. Rip. Uh, I guess it's about the time of year normally. I mean, there's no reason why I can't start um, <clears throat> fertilizing and putting down uh, mulch. I was uh, with Enchantress. We went hiking up uh, the Appalachian Trail area. And on the way down, we stopped at a speedway. Uh, and there was mulch out front. And I was making fun of it. I was like, only in this part of town can you get mulch at the speedway. <laughs> And then I was like, fuck, I should have bought some mulch at the Speedway. I could be mulching. Yeah. Um, here's a funny thing. Uh, there's a uh, ad for uh, Redner's Supermarket. Do you know what a 24-pack uh, a 24, 12, a of Coke used to cost? In 1995? trying to remember what they even looked like when you bought them back then like a case like a case of of beer cans now not like a 30 pack like like a like a rectangle like a tv yeah yeah um i don't even know what one costs now uh Uh, it's three dollars yeah 388 it's about what a 12 pack costs now okay i i haven't couldn't tell you last time i bought like a case of Soda. Oh, here's something good. I went out and I bought two more <laughs> cases of beer. Hey, I apologize to all those guys. If anyone out in Pittsburgh is listening and you work at the uh, uh, Sly Fox Tap House out there, I'm sorry. I cost you an order. I just ordered from the wrong one. Joe said five ninety nine. Fortunately, it was close. Five ninety nine yeah. now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I ordered a hundred dollars worth of beer from Pittsburgh yesterday. Oh no! What happened? Uh, uh I. I was on the website and I clicked on the wrong ha- like because they have the door open and a table there. So it's kind of like walk up like a walk up window now at the brewery and like they don't handle any money or anything. 
So it's like you order online. But did you get your money they back? they hand you your food, hand you your beer. And so I ordered it online as I'm standing. The guy's like, I didn't get a ticket. I'm like, oh, I ordered here. And he's like, oh, shit. And I'm like, it said Pittsburgh. And then I get a call from Pittsburgh. And then he's like, ah, you paid for it. Just take it. He was super cool. But then I talked to Pittsburgh. They canceled my order. And then I replaced an order locally. So it all worked out. But oh, yeah, at one point, I had a $200 tab for beer I, yesterday. I, I know, Brian. Always shitting on Pittsburgh. He's always shitting on Connecticut, too. Uh, Brian's calling you out for shitting I, on look Pittsburgh. It, I've come, first of all, it's strange. I've never been to Pittsburgh. There, I've I think been around there, it. I drove south and north of it, but yeah, I've never. Actually, no, I was in the. I think I had a layover in the airport once. That, that was it. <clears throat> I've been to Pittsburgh. It was a nice airport. That uh, I hear it's nice. Ginger lime diet. I want to see. I want to see a Pirates game. That's all I want to do. Yeah, but, Three River Stadium. It's a nice ballpark. Yeah, that. Uh, Diet Coke ginger lime flavor is addicting. Uh, we have one Kmart open, I think, uh, by our work buddy Jason. There's a uh, up in Easton, so this area, the Lehigh Valley, is technically comprised of ABE. So if you fly to our airport, it's ABE. It stands for Allentown, Bethlehem, and Easton. Uh, Easton is like basically in New Jersey. Uh, yeah, it's like it's like. Uh... When you would play like GTA in the early days, and there are like three separate cities that you would have to like unlock as you progress. Yeah, that's kind of what it's like. And each one is there's more a, depressing a, than the there's, last. There's a broken down bridge between each one that you yeah. can't cross until. Not anymore in Allentown. In it's uh. Oh yeah, there still is the one in Thomas Street. Thomas Street Bruins. Um. Yeah. So that now I'm I'm continuing to go through the paper, and there's an ad for the Whitehall Mall, our famous mall squeezer. Ooh. There's a sale at Parade of Shoes. You could get. Is that the with Parade of Shoes a chain or a lot of these places are still like mom and pop? I don't or know. Like they were franchises, but there's Royal Auto Supply selling uh, tire white and tire cleaner uh, for two ninety nine. There's. Do you remember, remember this that. Joe Gentile seafood shanty? <coughs> He's got a deal for, uh, all day special: twelve shrimp broiled or fried, only five forty nine. And uh, Alaskan crab legs served all day, eight ninety nine. Where was this at the shanty? Yeah, that no seafood. Joe oh, Gentile's seafood. seafood shanty, which was apparently at the Whitehall Mall. I don't remember this at all. Uh, I'm sure my, my dad worked at the record store there, so I'm sure that's where we got all our stuff. Um, there's Great Expectations Hair Salon, and of course a GNC ad. And oh man, next page, uh, the top left-hand corner. Five meth labs shut down during probe, but down below <laughs> it, we continue with our Thursday through Sunday fit for spring sale at the Whitehall Mall. <laughs> There's Afterthoughts uh, Boutique, which is selling 14 karat gold ear piercing starter kit, only 25 percent off. There's um wait, like a do-it-yourself home. I don't know. Uh, there's Ar there's Arby's. Remember that Arby's? Oh, I love that Arby's because it, it was like that. So you had all the entrances to the mall, but that Arby's also had its own outside entrance. So you that was like my go to entrance to the mall because I would just go through Arby's because you could stop at Arby's on the way. Stop in. at Arby's, get some and it was curly the closest fries. to the baseball fields. Yeah, it was. It was on the baseball field side. So uh, Joe just asked, what were the anchor stores at that mall? It was a Clover and a Sears. The Sears just shut down last oh, month. And 
There the was Clover's a now a Kohl's. Oh, yeah, and a Lay's. Yeah, a Lay's. Lay's, Lay's was a local actually, department store. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was a Lay's, and there was a restaurant above it uh, that my mom was a waitress at back in the day, which when that shut down, that's where they had the um, the Christmas kids yeah. shopping. Yeah. It was thing, like, and that's the, where I bought the ashtray for my dad. <clears throat> crawl through a little door to get in there. Yep. Yeah. Um, so. Um, there's a, 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 a it looks like some women's wear store called Catherine's. There's the K, uh, obligatory K. And then there's 10% off store wide, including all sales merchandise at KB Toy Store. Whitehall Mall only. Uh, oh, and we continue going on. Let's, oh, it's, see, they go through all the editions. Back then, they used to release a bunch of editions. <clears throat> Uh, we're fine. I think our final page of uh, a Whitehall Mall. There's Tobacco Village. I think that was an outside outside store, right? Uh, I wouldn't. I don't recall the. Uh... They were there were outside to this place. It was inside and outside. I know this because CJ Barber's is where Chuck and Joe is where my grandpa used to take us, and that was uh. on that outside location. Yeah. Um. So there was Teacher's Pet. Remember the teacher store? To a school oh, that's right. Supplies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, ice Creamery, which was on the corner there. Uh, Allegro Pizza. Orange Julius, buy one, get one free deal. Buy mm -hmm. one Orange Julius or Julius Supreme and get an equal value. Yeah, who does order regular fries? At some point back in the 90s, Arby's introduced home style fries. Ugh. Oh, yeah, Meredith's watching. Uh, yeah, I did forget Woolworth. She said we forgot Woolworth in the Whitehall Mall. Oh shit, that's right. Yeah, she just cursed. I think the Woolworth that the had Woolworth all the birds the flying around I was in it. Trying to remember that had the. Um, that's right. Uh, the Yankees reporter Meredith Morakovitz in the house. What's up, Mayor Bear? Um, sorry to call you out, Mayor, but you you called the Woolworths, uh, and uh, I had to give you a shout out. Uh, check out Meredith Meredith's recently. YouTube page. Uh, yes. Click on her page now. Leave us. Subscribe to her and come back because well, she's doing daily shows that are pretty awesome. Um, what else is it? The Gold Nugget. <laughs> uh, that that was a store. Uh, and then the Cobbler's Bench has an ad. Squeezer, that old shoe oh, cobbler. Really? Yeah, the, the, it was <clears throat> a little blue shoe shine uh, stand at the bottom of this mysterious set of stairs. <laughs> Caboodles. That's where you keep your knickknacks. Mary used to buy her caboodles at the. Ah. <clears throat> um, all right, now we're, we keep going through the morning call. I'm going to eventually get to the TV listings. Um, farm begins to thaw. Uh, I guess we're in kind of a spring fall mode. Let's see the temperatures back in 1992. This is exhilarating podcasting. Uh, if we go to uh, us, our high was 52 degrees, the low of 40. I think we're similar. Our high today is 50, the low is 35. So yeah, we're right on oh, pace. Is... Who says global warming's a thing? I'm kidding. It is. Um, did Tiffany ever oh, perform at the mall? I believe Tiffany performed, or someone performed at the Lehigh Valley Mall, which was across the street. It was a much bigger mall, <clears throat> and it existed uh, directly across the street from this mall. And they had the shows, so um, 
uh, the Whitehall this Mall. This one did have the dinosaur exhibit too. Yes, it did. Well, Lehigh Valley also had it. Yeah, but I'm saying it was the only thing that they really had. And there, there was a lot of, surprisingly enough, this is how uh, commerce used to be uh, blustering back in the day. Uh, I think that's the word I'm looking for, right? Uh, I think so. Um, it, you because, see the t-shirt I sent you? I don't know where my phone is. I can send you the link. So it's a Whitehall Mall t-shirt. I have that t-shirt. I showed it to you. You do? Yes. Oh. Oh, it's nice. I have that T-shirt. In fact, if you follow the Instagram account for our page, I posted it there. When was that? Uh, when it came out last summer. Oh, and show me. It, it, the people who made that shirt made our uh, Radiers uh, Radalorian shirt. I oh, sure did nice show job, you. You did not show me. I wouldn't have been so excited to see. This is typical. I get excited over something, and then you just crush my hopes and dreams. I'm wearing the shirt for the podcast tomorrow because you're like an old lady with your memory. Yes. Yes, we did have yes. we did have those creepy target sh- talent shows targeted at children all the time at the Leah Valley Mall. Yep. All the time. And the the fashion shows too. Yeah, the fashion shows. Um, they would have local. They, um, they would have the mall stores have a uh, delegate. Yeah, my mom was actually in one of those. She was actually. I gotta find that. She's in a uh, uh, one of the local Clover ads. Oh, um, really? They would use like yeah. They would use. They just grab. You know, local women around. It's like, here, put this puffy dress on with these giant shoulder pads. I might have, I might have been in a uh, newspaper no, article no. that said young kid no. gets head stuck in Clover Door. <laughs> I thought you were gonna go somewhere else with the what? local flyer with my mom in it. That'd have been weird. Local flyer with your mom in it? Yeah, like what you used to use the old catalogs for. I thought you were gonna get weird. On oh me. no 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 no! Thanks for not doing I, that. I should have gotten weird on you, but I didn't. Yeah, but no, you didn't. So thanks. I was saying, um, uh, I I got my head stuck in the electric door at uh, Clover, so that's my Clover claim to fame. Huh. So, so there, that goes in my, as Dale Gribble would say, my big book is so theirs. I'm still scrolling through the morning. Oh, there's a uh, mock scoot. That's still the thing. Uh, there's a lot of ads for Easter Bunny pictures at the the Dirt Mall, the Westgate Mall in Bethlehem. Pack Sun. Pack Sun just sells like old like champion clothes with like holes in it now. Like Pack Sun used to, because I wear a lot of Hurley and Van stuff. And you go into Pack Sun nowadays, it's it's weird. We had this store in the Leah Valley Mall called. Um, I think it was called Styles West, next to Arby's. Uh, to the inside or the out, like where they ended up putting the ninety-nine cent store? No, 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 no. It was in the Lehigh Valley Mall. Oh, Lehigh Valley Mall. And it was called Styles West. It was, the Arby's was below by the the ramp and eventually the elevator. Mm. And um, it was called Styles, and that's where you would you'd get all your packs on or, or your Jenko jeans. Uh, you get so much denim, you look like a Canadian wedding party. Um, <laughs> that, that's you got all that from Styles West, or across the street at the Army Navy, they sold Jenkos too. My mom wouldn't let me um, wear them, thank God, but <laughs> I wanted them so bad. Yeah, no fear. Coming back. No fear. Billabong, Quicksilver was also a big brand. Um, I think I, I didn't fit into any like group actually, so I just it's whatever my mom bought me. I was so. Not cool. Oh, I'm not. No one here is saying they were cool. Oh no, no, but it, but they thought they were. 
don't, you don't, you don't, you know, dress yourself in a certain manner to not look cool. Yeah, I guess you're right. All right, hold on, let me see if I can't find some freaking uh, television listings. I, 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 I'm not really going into these prepared, so we could kind of be off the cuff with them. Mm-hmm. Um, well, here's an art. Morandini wants to play. Mickey Morandini back in the day. Uh, I think this was the strike year. It was 92, or the, was that the year? Oh, no, that wasn't the strike year. 94 was the strike year, right? Yeah. For all you s- sports kids out there. We know sports, but they're currently... I have two pairs of Jankos that paired well with my Spitfire independent truck shirts. <laughs> Hell yeah. Spitfire shirts are great. Uh, I, I couldn't afford to put, you know, aftermarket trucks on my skateboard. So I, I was a poser wearing an independent truck uh, T-shirt with just, you know, the, the out-of-the-box skateboard piece of shit that all my mom would buy me what would they have made a difference uh i don't know maybe i think so if you got like if you got good trucks and good uh um bearings you would uh-huh. have a smoother uh smoother ride i mean i mean i'm not talking for everyone i'm at, i'm asking you in particular like were you of a certain the Skill set, or you yeah, just I, I could do a, f- a few tricks, uh, but my oh. board wouldn't like hold up to it. Ah, they're found in television, gotcha. So it, it, uh, it's like after a while, and then and then squeezer, ah, rollerblades came into my life, and everything yeah. changed for the better. I became a blader, and I had a pair of K2 fatties with uh, grinding wheels, so they'd pop up into it, so you could do a sick grind. And, ah. Uh, and your and your uh, um, rollerblades. Uh, so I got really into rollerblading. So okay, this is thir- I, uh, my first time. I landed on my ass, slid about six feet, and I still have the scar. So uh, I, I just I didn't have it in me to continue really. And it seems somewhat athletic. I'm like, this is not me. Uh, what rollerblading or skateboarding? Yeah, I, either. Rollerblading is where I got the scars. Skateboards, I couldn't even stand on one. I'd crack my head. Huh. Um, all right, here's the television guide. So starting at 7 p.m., <clears throat> we're looking at... Uh, is this weeknight? Yeah, this is a week, a Thursday night. Okay. Thursday, Wait, March 26th. 1992? Yeah. Okay. So, of course, uh, uh, on Channel 6, ABC, and I think 7 was in ABC locally, too, you'd have Jeopardy and the Wheel. They, that's still, like, the, the thing, right? Still, yep. yeah. And then there was a movie, Best Friends, with Burt Reynolds and Goldie Hawn. <laughs> then Primetime Live, News, and Nightline. Uh, Wait, on... so on a Thursday night, in like basically in primetime, they had a movie on? Mm-hmm. Wow. Fox 5. I guess they weren't spending a lot of money producing their own programming yet. Okay, at this point, Fox 5 was on 13, and Fox 29 was on 5, I believe. So Fox 5, Philadelphia, Fox 29, Philadelphia, had News at 7, Current Affair Mm -hmm. at 7.30. Remember that show? Heraldo's start? Um, Yeah. Uh, The Simpsons 
we're at eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. Drexel's class at eight thirty, and Beverly Hills nine o two and 9 to ten. Drexel's class. I don't know what the hell that is. Googling with the rad CB- Oh, I remember this show. Now, was this nineteen ninety two? Was this one? I think this was before, or was this after NBC? It is. This was before. So NBC was still on Channel 3, and CBS was 10. Remember that? I, no, in Phil- really? In Philadelphia. I remember, when the, I remember when the Fox switched. I don't remember when. The, the uh, Fox, C- Fox just changed dial positions. They never changed networks. Yes. But uh, NBC, uh, WCAU and M- NBC 10, that used to be the CBS uh, broadcast affiliate. And what is Channel 3 and I forget what the call letters are in Philadelphia. It used to be the NBC affiliate. They even had a when they switched. They even had a call-in number that explained everything to you, and you could like check when your show will air. I just called in, and was like Seinfeld, and it was like it will air on Channel Ten Thursday nights. That was um, yeah, because we're talking broadcast there. This, this was Fox was just it didn't really matter because that was your cable provider. That yeah, was that was your cable provider that switched that. And it made more sense because Fox Five. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, NBC, which was on three, uh, had Entertainment Tonight at seven, whatever uh, evening magazine was. Then the Cosby Show at eight, Different World at eight thirty, Cheers at nine, and Wings at nine thirty. L.A. Law from ten to eleven. That's a hell of a lineup. Yeah, it's that, not that's bad. definitely beating out ABC's Burt Reynolds movie. Right, and, and CBS, of course, we are in. Uh, now you might not realize it because there's no sports being played, but back then, there was college basketball. The NCAA tournament was on CBS, so they've had it that long. Wow. So, W O O R nine. We had it, it, where we grew up. We lived in a split market, so we had both Philadelphia and uh, um, and New York City stations. So we had Channel Nine. The Howard Stern had his show on. <clears throat> WOR9 had Who's the Boss at 7, Married with Children at 7.30, New York at Night from 8 to 9, and Wise Guy from 9 to 10, whatever that was. Uh, WPIX11, New York's movie station, had a different world reruns on from 7 to 8, and then they went to a movie out of Africa, starring Meryl Streep. Hmm. And then, of course, at 11.30, or 11, they'd play Cheers, and 11.30, Honeymooners. That was, like, classic PIX. You knew you were up too late if you saw the Honeymooners on TV. And I would still watch. I still look forward to New Year's. When oh, yeah, the Honeymooners all day. Um, so then Fox New York uh, on Channel... Th- oh, they don't have it on here, 13. Uh, okay, let's see what... Uh, Family Channel was playing. They had the Waltons on from 7 to 8. That's my dog. <laughs> you asked. This is so weird. Um, How many seasons of some of these shows? Yeah, I don't even know what the hell any of this shit is. Uh, so I pulled up... I pulled up uh, the Wikipedia... Uh, that's my dog ran for f- four seasons. That's my dog was a show, yes. But for four seasons, it was a game show. 
Oh, it's Two a game show? That's my dog? Competed for prizes in games and stunts oriented towards dogs. This would be a That's... smash hit again right now. Someone get this going. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. RK here, and we're going to play That's My Dog. <laughs> I'm going to host it. That's going to be my future. All right. Presented by Gene Scrovan and Will Schreiner. I'm telling by you, I never Gene... heard of that. What, let's see. Steve Scovan. There's no... Let's see. All right. He was the host of... Uh, 89, he was the original host of Totally Hidden Video on Fox. Oh, Totally then Hidden Then that's video. my dog. Uh, he was a co-writer on the movie episode of Seinfeld. Oh. Um... Uh, and, oh, he was a sitcom writer. Everyone loves Raymond. Okay, that, I mean, that's pretty good. Uh, uh, all right, yeah. I mean, the guy has a good career. So I mean, you write an episode. I mean, anyone that writes at least one episode of Seinfeld, I mean, you can put that in there. On, on Sunday nights. Hat. So this is just what aired in 1992. I just pulled up an overall grid of national grid. Nice. Oh, so on ABC, let's start with Sunday. ABC at 7 p.m., America's Funniest Home Videos, Bob Saget, Can't Go Wrong. What what season was that in by then, in 92? Uh, I think it was at its height, probably. Because uh, at that point, America's Funniest People, hosted by Joey, Dave Coulier, was on after that. <clears throat> oh, wow. So it was around long enough to get its spinoff. Yeah. Yeah. Um... And then uh, in the fall, um, they'd have Life Goes On first, and then America's Funniest Home Videos, and people were eight to nine. And then there's a show, Day One. Do you know what that is? No. Day One? Mm. Uh, CBS Day one. on Sunday night had 60 Minutes, then Murder, She Wrote, which was huge. Then uh, the Sunday movie, which was big. The Sunday night movies were big for ABC and um, CBS, they were big ratings getters. Uh, Fox at seven on Sunday nights had uh, in the fall had Great Scott, The Ben Stiller Show, In Living Color, and ROC. Then Married with Children, Herman's Head, Flying Blind. Then in the winter, they shifted to Batman the Animated Series. Remember when it was on? Uh, in primetime, 7 o'clock oh, on yeah. Sunday nights. Uh, shaky Ground in Living Color again, and it stayed the same. But then in the summer and fall, they shifted to Parker Lewis Can't Lose and uh, Danger Theater, whatever the hell that is. Uh, day one was a uh, news magazine. Uh, so uh, NBC had Secret Service from in the fall, and then they went to Quantum Leap in the summer. They had eyewitness video from 8 to 9, and then the Sunday night movie. It was a Sunday night movie for all three of the big networks. That was the thing. And after ABC was bought by Disney, it would be like Wonderful World of Disney or Disney movies, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, Monday on uh, ABC from 8 to 9 was the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. Oh, I love that show. Of course, on ABC at 9 o'clock, what came on? In the fall, at least. Wait, sorry. ABC at 9 o'clock? On a Monday night. On a Monday night. 
on ABC. Oh, football. Yeah. Are you ready for some football? Uh, then, of course, there's the ABC Monday Night movie in the winter that once football went away. Uh, CBS had Evening Shade from 8 to 8.30. <laughs> and then they, they had Bob and Major Dad uh, after that. Uh, then 9 o'clock was Murphy Brown, which was a big ratings getter. And then after mm-hmm. that, they had a show called Lo- Love and War. Uh, then at 10 was a show I actually really liked, Northern Exposure. That was a great show mm-hmm. on CBS. I, I couldn't I couldn't get in there. Now, now it's, I see it, and it's great, but I was a little young yet. to. Uh, Mondays on Fox were just Fox Night at the Movies. Wow, there was a lot of movies. Yeah. Fox started, or NBC started their primetime lineup on Mondays with, uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, Blossom, and then NBC mo- mo- Monday Movie, NBC Monday Movie. So yeah, mo- movies were the staple it's, back then. That's probably where we watched most probably, of the movies. Yeah, it's probably a twofold. One, it, they're trying to fill airtime, because that's basically what all TV is. Even when you're actually on every, every live show, the way I look at it, it's just filler until the next commercial. Is that what our live show you is know. right now? Yeah, <laughs> we're filling. Well, we're we're filling a, a void, you know, I, uh, when people would be out and having these conversations with their friends. Now they can have them with us. Have them with us. So, but yeah, that, I just, what was that? That was just an email coming through. Uh, email from a dean of athletics from a school that we cover. But, oh, gotcha. But also, uh, there wasn't really another way to get your movies unless you, you know, had. Uh, paid for your premiums or you went out and rented them no so to just turn on to you got excited that there was oh there's a movie well it was, it, yeah it, just it, watch it because it was a movie it was a yeah it was event it was event television like every like the first time a movie would premiere on network television usually a sunday night everybody was watching like the first time like a, a empire strikes back or a return of the jedi or an indiana jones or a roger abbott or or uh, like any big Goonies or any big movies like on TV. Like I grew up spoiled. We had HBO. We had pay-per-view for free because my dad was a cable engineer. Um, but but still, stole it, it. Yeah, you st- a lot of people did steal it. We didn't steal it. It was just never disconnected. And we're not going to say anything. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so Tuesday night, this is interesting. Did you know Full House was on Tuesday nights in the fall on AB- for fall, winter, spring? I do remember that. Yes. Yeah. yeah uh-huh. It got. It got. Uh, it actually. That it debuted before TJF actually. Um. Well, no. No, TJF debuted in the eighties. Yeah. This is ninety. Trying to remember how that. They might have done it debuted. Both. I think it was just. It, they might have not had faith in it. I, I just. I remember it being on Tuesdays, and it was so strong. That they moved it and basically used it as their anchor for TGIF, and I think that's what really, I mean, like cemented that that All lineup. Right. We'll, of, we'll get there. Uh, don't don't, don't jump the. We'll get there. We'll get don't there. jump. Yeah, the, was it Monday? Yeah, it's Tuesday. Tuesday. We're on Tuesday. It's Tuesday now. At eight eight to nine eight thirty to nine was hanging with Mr. Cooper, another TGIF staple. Uh, nine o'clock mm-hmm. ABC Tuesday nights Roseanne, and then after that was Coach. <laughs> Um, it went to Tuesday after TGIF for good, Joe's saying. 
Oh, it was after TGIF? We yeah. we did that on the TJF show. It was so long ago, I don't... Yeah. Uh, so, oh, so, you know why I probably missed that, a lot yeah. of this? I, I, had, I probably watched most of my Full House episodes in second-run syndication. Absolutely. Uh, well, I mean, it was a core part of our TJF watching. Right. Like, between my mom and my sister, like, I, you know... If two other people in your house were watching something, you sat down and watched it, too. Right. But that's why I probably missed it because on CBS at eight o'clock on Tuesday nights was Rescue Nine One One, and you know in my house that oh. was on. Yeah, that, that was like watching like one of those church shows on a Sunday if you were with your grandparents. Right, you got to watch it. So my brother and dad loved uh, Rescue Nine One One. That was a big ratings getter uh, for a CBS. Then of course CBS Tuesday Night Movie came on after that. Uh, Fox had some show called Class of 96 on. You know what that is? I I know the title. I don't. I never heard of it. I recall. So it says, The series focused on seven students at Havenhurst College in New England. Although the seven come from different backgrounds, circumstances led them to become friends. The series dealt with differences both in personality and social... Oh, I get it. When they graduate, they'll be the Class of 96. Yeah. yeah, I was. I thought. Yeah, was, I remember this. I thought it was um, set in the future. For a second, I got excited. I'm like, this show was set in the future in 1996. <laughs> uh, no, I remember this. It was a. Uh, it was kind of like uh, what the hell is it? Breakfast Club, but for uh, TV. Mm. All the misfits get together. Then a show called Key West. Uh, and a show called Tribeca uh, followed it. I don't remember either of those. Fox is struggling, man. Key West uh, was an American drama set in Key West, Florida. Uh, it lasted 13 episodes on Fox. The main character is Samus O'Neill, played by Fisher, St oh, Fisher Stevens, uh, a factory worker from New Jersey who dreams of being a... All right, I'm already bored. All right, so that MB NBC uh, had <laughs> Quantum Leap on and uh, Reasonable Doubts after that. And then a show called Route 66. Class of 1999. I don't remember that. <coughs> Squeezer, you know a horror movie called Class of 1999? Key West sucked. It seems like it sucked. Class of 99? I know Class of 99 did a part of the soundtrack for the faculty. Um. So Wednesday, we're on. Class of we're on Wednesday nights. Wednesday night was a big night uh, on on uh, ABC. Hey, uh, you can let your brother know. You might want to watch Class of '99 because uh, the guy that played the lead in Class of '99 also was in Backdraft. Ah, uh -huh. loves that movie. Uh, so ABC killed it from eight, almost to uh, uh, ten o'clock. ABC had the Wonder Years on. Doogie Hauser, MD, Home Improvement, and Coach. It's a good lineup. Ooh, ABC, that's good. Yeah, ABC on Wednesday nights. Uh, although, yeah, I guess they would. They would now where every night feels like it's kind of loaded. Yeah. Uh, they really did kind of pick and choose, and they would market it as their night. You know. Uh, CBS. Uh, this was Wednesday. Still had. Uh, uh, the Hat Squad. I don't know what the hell that is. 
space rangers in the winter, how'd they do that in the spring? And then after that, uh, uh, in all seasons, in the heat of the in the heat of the night. Do you know this show? Oh yeah, he is the mm-hmm. plague. Hack the Gibson, hack the world. Uh, oh, is a pr- police procedural based on a 1967 film? Yeah, uh, Carol O'Connor was in it. Yes, that person was in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so no, I still would like. I would. I don't remember watching it then, but I would watch it in uh, in syndication. When I, I liked the theme song to it, it was cool. I think uh, most of my television watching was generally an in syndication when I was a kid. Because mm-hmm. you're out playing, you wait for the winner. Yeah, and at night, like it was, it was my parents' time. Yes, Winnie you was. Know, at Winnie this was, point, Winnie Cooper, at, in, especially in like 1992, yeah. I was what nine. Yeah, I didn't have sway over what we were watching if anything i would be down in what was the playroom which was a radon laden uh asbestos lined uh hovel in the basement Uh, and we had an old tv down there and i would i was either watching something uh on the old beta or playing uh super or playing nintendo so in uh, NBC in the fall of 1992 had uh, Unsolved Mysteries from 8 to 9. And uh, Seinfeld came on after that, then Mad About You. And then when it switched to Winter, Seinfeld... Wait, Mad About You was on in 92? Yeah. That makes me feel so old. Seinfeld would jump to um, Thursdays and Homicide, Life on the Streets came on. And then, of course, Law and Order after that on NBC. Which is still on, right? Uh, I think so. I think the original one is still running. What are they? I know SVU is still. So on order, still going. Thursday nights was a uh, big night for uh, ABC. Their highest rated show was Matlock. Yeah, Robert Stack, baby, Unsolved Mysteries. Oh no, Law and Order ended in two thousand ten. Jesus. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, it just ended like ten years. That's ago. right. I remember. I even remember watching that last episode. It was actually pretty good. Um, I, I was a Jerry Orbach. Fan. I, I have the vinyl uh, score to uh, Unsolved Mysteries. It's pretty good stuff. Uh, Matlock was eight to nine on ABC. Uh, then Jack's Place and The Commish where it's swap between fall, oh, I love the commission. Winter and spring. Yeah, that, that, was, that was one of those shows that I would watch in prime. Like, I probably shouldn't have been watching that with my parents, um, but I mean, it was like the world's first introduction to Vic Mackey. Yeah. Uh, CBS had Top Cops. Do you remember that show? I, I never heard of this show. I feel like I, I didn't a even lot, exist in. I, I feel like a lot of these had like thirteen episodes. Top Cops is a documentary program broadcast in the United States on CBS. Oh, I guess it was um, it was kind of like Cops. No, no, no. Uh, two to three segments featuring commended police officers and dramatic recreations of events leading to them being honored. Oh, it's like a lamer version of Cops. Mm. Uh, yeah, sorry, Eric. I have a lot of uh, free time and... Uh, money to waste i guess because i have tons of fucking vinyl um 
Eric was like, I thought I had some good vinyl, uh, but Def think RK has more than me. Yeah, you're right. Cops on Fox was was always watching my house. Still my dad's favorite show to this day. Uh, so now we're on Thursday nights. Uh, and I said the ma- uh, Top Cops. And then on, on uh, Fox had Thursday nights locked up. Because they had The Simpsons, which got a 30 share out of 13, whatever that is. Which they had a pretty high rating. Then Martin was after Simpsons. Then In Living Color was after that. Uh, and then some show called Down the Shore, which I don't remember. I'm on it. Uh, looks like a Jersey Shore show. Jersey, sh- Jersey show, sir. So, so I can't. Oh, remember. there's a movie. Hang on, I gotta get past the movie part. Down the shore show. So NBC mm-hmm. came out with a different world at eight o'clock in the fall. Rhythm and blues at eight thirty. Never heard of that. An American sitcom created by Super... Uh, the premise of the show starts Cabler as Bobby Sola, a white man who tries to get hired on a black radio station after initially being mistaken as a black man. Yikes. Wait, what show is this? Rhythm and Blues on NBC. They tried, to put, on. Part, they tried to put it part of Thursday's must-see TV lineup. It lasted uh, 13 episodes, just like you predicted. Only uh, seven of them were unaired. Wow, so I wonder if those are even available. So it made it halfway. When did it debut? In September. Yeah, right, it, so... it, they started. They pushed a different world to this time slot, and they replaced different world without all night. Which was a who sit- thought this was a good idea? A sitcom starring Patti LaBelle. LaBelle stars as former singer Chelsea Page. Who opens a Los Angeles urban nightclub aptly called aptly called Club Chelsea? I don't remember this at all. This is all right. Oh, all right. This series so was set in the same show... universe as the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Do you remember this? What's this? What show? Out all night. I'm still in rhythm and blues. That starred Patti Labelle. Yeah, you're right. That show definitely went on air today. Out all night replaced rhythm and blues. It starred Patti Labelle, and it the series is set in the same universe as the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I'm not talking to you, Siri. <laughs> uh, uh, can we let's can we jump back to rhythm and blues real quick for the uh, uh, seven plus six? Is there? It's the six episodes that did air. You <clears throat> you want to talk about shows that can't get footing? So even if this show was good, and it seems like they were just kind of they made this, so they're just kind of get it on for the sake of getting it on, because. Who knows? So the pilot debuted uh, September 24th of 92. All right. Yeah. Then the second episode, September, October. All right. So that would go. That would be good. So September, then October 1st was the second episode. And then it was weekly, the 8th, 15th, 22nd of October. The sixth episode would air February 12th of 93. So there was... November, December, January, half of February. So basically a three and a half month gap between episode five and episode six before it was yanked entirely. Hmm. Uh, I think we had some calls. Let me. Uh Uh-oh. 
I missed them. If anyone wants to call in, I just opened up our Google Voice. Uh, the number is in the, um, it should be on the YouTube page. Uh, uh, hold on. The number is 484-262-9645. If anyone has any info to, to share on, on what they watched and uh, what they watched in 1992 and um, any of these shows we're talking about, feel free to give me a call. You can see Squeezer, and you we can you can hear Squeezer now. So hi, um, NBC then switched all those shows to just Cheers repeats. Oh, hang on, do my, uh, I'm still stuck on rhythm and blues. Oh, okay, it's got more. Wishes. Um, so I, I'm looking at a uh, a preview Thursday from uh, uh, Entertainment Weekly. Uh, back in September 11th of 92. So they previewed the show. Um, they end up the synopsis that you gave us with, with uh, the premise makes us queasy, but there's no denying uh, the actors bursting energy and funniness. Uh, behind the scenes, NBC is braced for a Thursday night war of DJs. Fox's new Martin about a black radio personality in Detroit will also air at 830. The rhythm pilot tested very well. Network's research. Jitters surrounding its white man as savior premise. <laughs> um, one concern is the scene pilot, which does an impersonation of the late Red Fox. Everyone has their statue of limitations. When I do impressions, they're meant as a tribute, not insults. Yeah, try try getting away with that. Um, but if enough people are sensitive about it, it I won't do it again. Uh, this is just chance a of survival. Tribute. What's that? Yeah, this is still Rhythm and Blues. I'm obsessed with this now. Two radio com comedies can't Put survive you on a single. in this You're time period. Uh, Rhythm and Blues and Martin. Martin survived. Yeah. Martin uh, survived the, the shit out of, of survival. Show. Two radio comedies can't survive in this time period. We bet this one blinks first. Was Martin a radio yes. commentary? A radio? Uh, not a radio. I mean, that was his gig. Yeah, I forgot that. I love Martin. But I love when yeah. Martin would play like, I don't know. Martin was hysterical. He's he's a funny guy. Yeah. But it, it's funny that you compare uh, that we we're talking about rhythm and blues. We didn't even know what it was, but that was um, their attempt to go after Martin, and they failed miserably. It, it's like it didn't even make it out of spring training. <laughs> So here is uh, uh, what was on Friday nights. Uh, this is the ABC TGIF lineup. Uh, 8 o'clock was Family Matters. 8.30 was Step by Step. 9 o'clock was Dinosaurs. And 9.30 was uh, <clears throat> start with Camp Wilder, Where I Live. And then it was Perfect Strangers. And then Hanging with Mr. Cooper bumped Step by Step. And Step by Step moved to 9. And Dinosaurs moved to 9.30. Uh, CBS, Strong lineup, though. CBS had the Golden Palace. Do you know what the hell that is? Uh, isn't that where you live? That's where I'm broadcasting from. Is an American sitcom uh, spinoff continuation of the Golden Girls that aired on CBS uh, from 92 to 93, September to May. Uh, 24 half-hour episodes during its sole season. So the Golden Palace begins where the Golden Girls ended. The quartet's now sold Miami House, 
with Dorothy having married and left in the previous finale, the three remaining roommates, Sophia, Rose, and Blanche Dubois, decide to invest in a Miami hotel that is up for sale. The hotel is revealed to have stripped of all its personnel in an effort to appear more profitable, leaving only two employees, Roland Wilson, the hotel's manager, and Chewy Castillo, the hotel chef. The require is the women to perform all the tasks of the hotel. I got to go back and see this. Did anyone else know about this show? I have no idea about this show. B. Arthur had a cameo for two episodes. I have no idea this. I might have seen it, but not realized I wasn't just watching the Golden Girls. Hmm. Where are... Oh, I'm trying to find uh, the comment section. I lost them when I... I went clicking around for Google Voice. There we go. Uh, yeah, I feel like I must have watched this and just not realized what yeah. I was watching. Joe says Cheech Marine and Don Cheadle were in it. Huh. Marin. <laughs> Wait, that's Don Cheadle? I guess so. Wow. Pick yeah, up my call. Him. Oh, someone, someone's calling. Hold on. Up. Oh, Darn, I this I'm not getting the Google Voice isn't working. Hold on, let me reboot Google Voice. Oh, and even added a kid. Oh, that's never good. Okay, try calling again, everybody. I am so sorry. We missed we missed a caller. I rebooted it. There we go. Incoming call. Call from Max. Max. Oh no. Oh. Hi, oh, Max. No. What? What's up, YouTube? Hey, buddy. <laughs> Max is our friend. Oh, he's got his. Live. He's got his own YouTube. Uh, YouTube. It's channel. not very good. It's not very good. It's not. No, I like it. It's, it's pronounced Cheech. It's pronounced Cheech Marin, not Cheech Marine. Shut up. <laughs> Thanks, Max. I just called to ask about the Golden Girls since you're talking about Golden Palace. Are you? Do you guys ever talk about Golden Girls on the show before? This is probably our first time talking about the Golden Girls. I know you're a big fan, uh, Max. I might have said it in I am, passing. I am a big fan. You want to tell us a little bit why you're a big fan? No, no, no. I am a big fan. I would say that it's probably better than any other 90s comedy sitcom. What's your take on the Golden Palace? Sounds like I've never some sort it. of weird pornography. It's hard to find. Is it? Yeah, I don't think, like, because I torn everything. That's not something that's tornable. I don't know. I'm sure maybe it's on a streaming service. If anyone in the chat knows. Anyone in the chat knows where Golden Palace is streaming. Oh, that's why, that's why you're here. You want to know where you can get this. It does sound like a decent Chinese take. I'm bored. No, I'm here because I want to talk to my friends. Oh. Well, we miss you. Was that you? The What's up? What's up, YouTube? Is that your? <laughs> yeah, that's me. Uh, um... I miss you too, Squeezer. I haven't seen you. I missed you before the coronavirus. Yeah. I was um, seeing you I, in a long I, time. Golden Palace streaming. See if it's streaming anywhere. I was I was stuck with Max a lot over this past basketball season. I put you with me on purpose, Max. I like you as a person. Thank you. Uh, although I'm pretty pissed at you. You're trying to, you have yet to visit you're my trying to, island. Oh, sorry. 
I've been a little busy. I watched the entire Tiger King last night. I know that's <laughs> not from 1992, but it's great. Our friend Jake did too. He said it's it's extremely weird, but I got I, we have to check it out. Um, we finished Castle Rock last night, so maybe, mm, maybe never even started that one. Um, was it worth it? Season one was better than season two. I'll tell you that much. Uh, so Max and I are both playing the new Animal Crossings. Uh, what the hell is it called? New Horizons. New Horizons. And I want, I've been wanting to visit him, but every time you're online, I, do you need to have that special ticket to go visit you, or can I just visit you out of the blue? I think you can just visit me out of the blue, but I have to like enable it to let you come visit me. Well, enable it. Damn it. I'm sorry. Message me later. All right, I have well. been working from home every day. What are you even doing at can't home? can't just sit around. Yeah, how do you I got the news to make. Home? I got graphics to make. I can't direct the show, but I got to make uh, graphics and you stuff. You can't do that when you're there anyway. Yeah, you don't even direct the show. It's all automated. And this is proving how worthless I am, so I'm <laughs> a little scared. Uh, you, you mean everything to us, Max. Thank you. Well, I see. So not even like Amazon. I put in Golden Palace, and I get nothing. Uh even like Reddit has like one. There's like one post on so, Reddit regarding all of the Golden Palace. Is it on? Is it on YouTube? That's a good idea. It. Yeah. All right. So there is a, a torrent of it, but there's like no cedar, so I don't think I can even get it. Come on, guys! If you have Golden Palace on your computer, seed if it for anyone people. has it. So there's an interesting Ooh, uh, thing that happens. What's up, Sean? I swear this is a mistake. But oh, yeah, when a, you tr um, go to Torrent right Golden Girls, a lot of uh, strange stuff comes I'm watching up. <laughs> Max, Max. Squeezer's yeah, just talking yeah. over you. Go, go ahead on, and answer. Go on YouTube and search for Golden Palace, and it's right there, buddy. They're all right there for you. I, I would have never thought anyone... to look on YouTube. Yeah, uh, yeah. I feel like it almost felt like it was too easy. But thanks to uh, Kick Up the 80s, uh, posted all of them, it looks like. At least all of season one. Was there a season two? Did we talk about that? Oh, my gosh. No, it's one season. Yeah, oh, it's so the same song. This is an awesome uh, version of the song. What's up, Squeezer? Now you have something to do. Fuck those graphics. Yeah, those. they're 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 all on uh, Kick Up the Eighties on YouTube. Has all the episodes of the Golden Palace. Well, I typed in Golden Girls in on uh, my torrent website, and there's a lot of interesting stuff. So I think I'm probably just gonna watch that instead. Yes. <laughs> Making pictures wow, of the very young Don Cheadle. Who's the kid? All right, well, I was just calling to check in. I actually do have work to do, which seems insane. Uh -huh. Okay, sure, whatever. How are you guys holding up? Uh, we're good. Uh, I'm still in the office. Squeezer's at home. Uh, I'm here mm. keeping it real, Max. You know how I, I do it. I figured you wouldn't be a coward. No. I'm like that Squeezer guy. <laughs> he made me. I made him. Yeah, I made myself because we were all working in the same room and everyone was coughing on stuff and it was making my skin crawl. So. That's how news works. Max is directs a news show and I, I, I could 
do air quotes on this. You see me directs a new show. Um, <clears throat> yes, you hit insert script, press go. You're our second television star uh, on the show today. Meredith Morakovitz was on earlier just saying hi in the chat. Uh, she's an actual star. You're a nobody. But uh, you still uh, work in television. <laughs> yeah, I'm a... I mean, I, I'm also a YouTube star as well. Right. Check out Max's What's Up YouTube. Uh, it's, a, it's a vlog, right? You were recently in Montana. Yeah, I, I went to Montana. The best one is the one where I went to the Fan Fest with a bunch of antique fan collectors there. Uh, it was very fun. I'm, I'm hoping that it doesn't get canceled this year because it's the only thing I've been looking forward to. <laughs> um. All right. Well, hopefully for Max's sake, his weird collective thing doesn't get canceled because he doesn't he doesn't have much to look forward to in his life. All right, Max, we're going to kick you off so more people can call in uh, and then we'll, okay. we'll finish up the show. Thanks for calling, Max. Bye, guys. See ya. Miss you. Miss See you. Max. Later, buddy. Okay. Phone lines are free. 484-262-9645. Call in. Give us... Uh... Oh, the kid from the Golden Palace was actually in Goodfellas. Wow. What was he in Goodfellas? He played... He, he was uh, De Niro's kid, I'm guessing, in, like, the one, like, dinner uh, scene. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they uh, went to the christening, the, the birthday scene. Remember? They go to his birthday party? Yes, that's it. The yeah. birthday party. Yeah. yeah. That would have been it. Um, I saw in the chat Ooh, people are calling in, and I have to deep. keep that's watching my... Work. For some reason, my Google Voice isn't ringing, so... Make sure I have notifications turned on. Ah, there we go. New call coming in. Call from E-Rock. Oh, Eric's calling in. Oh, thank God. It's not Max again. <laughs> What's up, Eric? Hi, Eric. Hey, how's it going, guys? Oh, we're doing good. This was a fun... Talk-alongs are easier than watch-alongs because you just gab the... Uh for as well long that's as kind want. of what we were doing the last two days anyway yeah, that's true. and then you just don't <laughs> yeah, have to worry about because... concentrating on what's actually in the screen in front of you well i hear you because when i called in during the ghostbusters one i was really trying to link things back to the movie like the the uh the warrens and stuff but then i was like well most of the shit i have doesn't have to do with anything but what can you do welcome to the show <laughs> yeah yeah speaking of keeping things relevant um you mentioned uh, who's the boss earlier. Yeah. And given that I always love to link things back to Connecticut, that place actually, that show actually took place in Fairfield, Connecticut, where, where I'm from and where I live now. Oh, we talked, we also talked who's the boss on the Ghostbusters show. The woman selling them the firehouse was on who's the boss. Oh, yeah, yep. Yeah, totally, totally. But yeah, Tony Maselli came up uh, I-95 from Brooklyn into the nice Greenfield Hill section of Fairfield. The uh, only thing oh, that made that me mad sense. about that show was, yeah, yeah, totally. We're I, like I work in New York, so that's how close we are. But we, um, well, not right now. But we, um, we always used to get mad though because Samantha, uh, she was on the cheerleading squad for one episode, and it was not our school colors. So oh. we enough research there. Come on, you got to get those details right. Sean, Nowadays, you, you got to be careful when yeah. you go local like that. Now with Twitter and the internet, yeah. you couldn't get away with that. Yeah, totally. But pretty much everything on those lineups that you were reading are shows that I like to watch. Um, even uh, Perfect Strangers and then the spin-off. People forget that that was uh, what Family Matters was spun off from. Yeah. 
Harriet worked in the uh, camera. Was it a camera shop? I forget where they worked. Great theme song, though. Great theme song. Yeah, the Perfect Strangers theme song. Yeah. Um, wow. And then Who's the boss Growing of- Pains. You remember that one? Oh, yeah. Uh, hold on. The Growing Pains theme song. We watched that religiously. Show me that smile. Oh, that was, that was yeah, it. there you go. As long as we got each other. That was one of those shows where my sister and I would absolutely, like, there was no argument. If that was on, that's what we watched. Well, perfect strangers for you on WNBC. Make sure you don't hit 16 seconds. You want to get another season Yeah, I don't know if you noticed. Uh, our show got taken off YouTube right away yesterday after we were done going live, and there was a copyright claim. <laughs> I took care of that oh, like no. that. Nah, you just gotta fight it because what we're doing is commentary. It falls under fair use. So, uh, Squeezer often You're remarks. Pretty adept with copyright laws. I've always been because I work in television. <laughs> so I no one bends fair use like me. Uh, it bends it to oh, my will. Yeah. Squeezer's always, even before we started Radius, has always joked that uh, my um, uh, wheeling of the copyright law, which was a, a course in college, we 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 were taught early on how to uh, uh, protect your copyrights and also uh, abuse others. <laughs> well, we were taught basically you know, don't. You know, you know it was a very much don't get sued, <laughs> go and quiver. Uh, what's that, Eric? Squeezer was talking over you. I was thinking, we know how serious you take these copyrights with all your logos and imagery and all that. Yeah, well, that's parody. Uh, that falls into fair use. Oh, right, right. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I stand corrected. But it's funny because in my industry, copywriting means something totally different. Right. Well, the, yeah. Yeah, we do. I do co- actual copywriting also uh, when you write copy for commercials. Oh, yeah, look at that. True. And, uh, <laughs> but th- then I also abuse copyright law. <laughs> Hey, so it's at least you know you're all you know, in every direction. That's all that matters. Exactly. Squeezer does. But um, sp- specialize in bird law. Go ahead. Mainly shorebirds, not land birds. Mm-hmm. I, I <laughs> I'm an osprey fan myself. Yeah. It's the bird show, the amazing bird show, bird show, bird show. Don't get hey, him started. No. Oh. On the list. We're doing a show about birds. <laughs> I did a horse episode for him. Yeah, we're doing birds now. We can, I'm, you can anything bird related. So like, you could talk about the sea duck, you know? Yeah, I was so skeptical about the horse show, and then I actually heard it and realized how how you could take it to all those directions. So I, I'm, I'm cool for a bird show. All right, he's a man wants a bird show. He's gonna get a bird show. <laughs> well, I, I just wanted to drop a couple edition. other TV shows, and I'll let someone else call in. Oh yeah, yeah. Give us your, give us your yeah. list. So the MTV block back in the day, I was a huge Beavis and Butthead mark, and I still am. I oh, yeah. still watch music videos on YouTube pretty much every single day. Yeah, Beavis and Butthead was awesome. All the uh, liquid television and uh, cartoons on MTV. And back, that was when MTV was actually cool, and it, it just didn't yeah. air weird reality shows. Yeah, Viacom kind of just stinks in general now. <laughs> but they that's where I was I was watching an episode uh, and that's where I noticed that your hey at the beginning of every episode is just like what Beavis used to say. <laughs> hey. <laughs> What's going on? I'm full of useless references like that. Yeah, I, that's just something then, that um, 
I do because years of listening to Howard Stern, he goes, uh, he starts with Hey Now from uh, the Larry Sanders show. And uh, I was just coming yeah. on and be like, oh, yeah, hey. right, right. Good one. Yeah. Totally. Hey now. And then I loved the uh, 120 Minutes and Alternative Nation were great songs. Great oh, yeah. For an aspiring music fan. He still, Matt Pinfield still does a show on um, uh, Lithium on Sirius. Oh, yeah, yep, yep. I've heard he, him there. Yeah, he I hosted. I met him once in an elevator. Oh, really? Yep. They he, call me the music whiz. He That's was. What he basically says when you come up to him. Uh, he was great. He his that was where I like I I got my uh, fill of music that was decent. You know, MTV would play a lot of pop music, but if you wanted to see like the latest, like Alice in Chains music video, you went to 120 minutes. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Matt yep. Pinfield. I would stay up late for it. It was the highlight of my youth, and I still now all the bands I used to watch on that, I try to go back and buy all the records. For, yeah. You know, I've now owned them in three mediums: cassette, CD, and now vinyl. Voinal. Um, yeah, I'm bringing more and more because like my collections like all over my my uh, record player at home. So I'm bringing uh, now that I have one here at work, I'm bringing more of my my records here so I can listen to some at work, some at home. You know, you can't listen to every album yeah. every day, so it's a nice nice to have a. No, it's true. And Sean shouting out Headbangers Ball. That was a sick show too. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, uh, the guy from Hatebreed actually ended up hosting that. a few. Ye- it was on a few years ago on, when they were trying to revamp their music lineup, and then I guess they just kind of stopped. Oh, really? Yeah, because it, it probably wasn't getting ratings. I don't know. if Does MTV yeah. still exist? Is it just Jersey Shore reruns? It, it's just Jersey Shore pretty much, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, cool. Well, what else do you got for us? What, what yeah. other shows? That's that's it for today. I want to make sure I save some stuff for the rest of the week. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. Tomorrow um, we're gonna do a Batman '89 uh, watch along. I know our friend on uh, 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 Instagram, Dork Knights, he's excited for it. Um, I'm excited. Wait, well, that has a good, that is a great soundtrack. It does. A little trust, a little Pr- Prince. Prince, you know? yeah. Um, but I just also uh, want to say, you know, shout out to Meredith Morakovitz, big Yankee fan. I watch her on TV all the time. It was great to see her in the chat. Mayor Bear, she's the freaking best. Um, check- oh, that's right. You're probably a Yankees. Or no, would you? Are you a Yankees fan? Or it's yeah, it's no, tricky it's, up there, it's isn't it? Question. Like no, where you're at. Connecticut is pretty much split. Like Fairfield County, where I live, is pretty much Yankee fans. And then once you leave this area, it's pretty much Sox. Uh, Red Sox. And then maybe one or two Mets fans scattered in there. Not many. Well, you could you could kind of, if the baseball even happens this year, you could give a little love to the Phillies since we have Girardi now. Uh, yeah. Oh, hey, I got no yeah. no no hate Get our the hopes Phillies. up and you could beat them in the World Series a few years back. Yeah, <laughs> with Girardi. Um, but yeah, I like the yeah. Yankees too because of Meredith. Uh, you know, I always root for them. Uh, I actually sometimes I root for them to lose early because back in the day, Meredith and I would be like, well, we, we're going to go. We have a trip plan, but it's only if the it depends on when we could go on how long the Yankees go in the playoffs. Um, yeah. <laughs> so sometimes I'd root for them to lose. So Meredith, we get off work and we could go drink somewhere, party somewhere. Yeah. Hey, I understand. No, but it's uh, she's really good. She does a great job, and I think they could tell too because her she definitely has gotten more screen time over the years that, that I've noticed. Yeah, yeah, she uh, she's an all star uh, all star there. And uh, if you if you guys are listening, check out her YouTube page. Uh, she's doing a lot of like interviews from her house, and now she's since it's socially distancing, she's skyping and Instagramming people in. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, and also, uh, this is just for Sean. Uh, so Eric, you've said it all. 
just how Howard Stern ends his interviews. <laughs> I don't know if you listen to Howard, but when he's talking to a celebrity and he's like rapping over, he's like, you said it all. Uh, and then uh, they'll be like, yes, I did say it all, Howard. Thank you. Um, I, I did say it all. Thank you. Yeah, there you go. Uh, thanks for calling in. It's two, twice this yeah, week. Thanks, Eric. Thanks. Yep. Thanks for the great idea, by the way. Oh, the, oh, the hey, bird, happy, the bird show. Great. No, it's called Can't it's wait. the avian show. The avian I already show. have my short list together. Yeah. He's got a so, short list together. Great. But we need, easy, the, the scene, the scene from PCU definitely needs to be in it. I call it dibs. Dibs. Ah. Damn it. I got <laughs> All right, guys. Take it easy. All right, Eric. Thanks for calling, buddy. Later. Later. Go, go, dodo. All right. We can. I have time to take a few more calls if anyone wants to call in, talk about shows. Uh, did we make it to Saturday yet? Uh, I think we're, we're still on Friday night, right? Right. So. Oh. And Max called in. And we got Eric another call coming in. Call from. Ferris. To accept. Hello. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, what's happening? Who's this? This is Mark. Uh, this is Mark. Hey, Mark Ferris yeah. of Ferris Print, who does awesome work. If you guys, oh, awesome! He, I've got this awesome Hulk Hogan print in my office. Uh, he did a few years ago. I picked up from him. Uh, really cool work. I, I could pull it off the wall and show it. Squeezer, talk to Mark while I grab it. Uh, oh, hey, I was gonna go grab my up, buddy? I can't. All my stuff is buried. It was like, sorry, Mark, my old setup, I would have had some of your work like around me, but because I had to refinagle a few things and add a new, wow, there it is. Yeah, you should see. Yeah, no worries. The, yeah, uh, I like, you have a cozy little cave going on back there. You've got the, got the flag flying proudly as it should be. So, uh, yeah, you're good. You're, you're nicely festooned, a uh, little, little spacey out there. Either. Well, I, w I was hoping that by now I was actually supposed to be in a new house and I was actually going to build a proper, like, suite and, like, uh, podcasting studio and edit suite in there and that was going to be fully decked out. But right now I just have a bunch of uh, sound blankets and uh, black drape just kind of close pinned together. Yes, and, that's uh, the property of... I'm styrofoam feeling. That's definitely the property the of... The sound blankets are... Uh, uh, actually, no, none of it is the property of work. Cause, uh, no, no, that's not ours. Black backdrop somewhere else, and we we acquired uh, the, the black. I had to buy myself. We the, that back uh, that pipe and drape. It, they took the pipe. They left some of the drape, and we just had it for years. Yeah. And I forget even what company we rented it from. So, yeah. <laughs> possessions well, okay. nine tenths. My, uh, my home studio uh, is definitely not ninety percent. Uh, equipped with things that I may or may not have procured from my uh, university's surplus. So yeah, you're good. <laughs> I, I, I'm doing my live stream with a $13,000 Sony camera uh, right now. That, that's definitely not mine. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, uh, you know, it's just, uh, it's, but, uh, what would you call that? Perks, you know? Yeah. It's perks of the job. It's job perks. Uh, can I, when I exactly. come in Friday, can I, relight it for you no i mean it looks fine now but i'd like to make a few tweaks mm. nope <laughs> let me tweak it let me tweak it we we uh will only have a uh three days to get it up and running again and i don't think that's enough time for you cute yeah that print is awesome <laughs> ferris do you have a do you have um what's your do you have a site or do you only have the etsy 
Yeah, uh, well, really, right now, I just have, um, I mean, you can, you can contact me through Instagram and, um, you know, kind of do stuff that way. Uh, I have an Etsy, but I'm a lazy piece of shit, so I haven't actually bothered <laughs> to update it in a while um, because I can't figure out how, you know, postage works. Uh, so, um, yeah. So well, I, let me tell I, you about stamps.com. Oh, don't, Instagram. don't do stamps.com commercials on our, our YouTube squeezer. We're not getting paid. I'm paying monthly <laughs> for stamps.com and you're giving them free advertising. What the I'm hell? hoping that one day they listen like, oh shit, these guys have been plugging us for years. One day. Yeah. One so day, they're, they're sitting on a gold mine with you guys. Yeah, right, right. His uh, his Instagram, <laughs> I believe, is the same as his YouTube, Ferris Print, right? Right, Mark? Yep. Yeah, Ferris Print. He's, uh, you'll notice um, he's got the, and if you scroll down, you'll see other prints that look like that Hogan print. He's got some really cool stuff. He's He did the, the T-shirts. It, man. With uh, that Squeezer mentioned, the wasps were assholes with knives in their in their buttholes. That is uh and and um, wonderful mark brought it to they're, life uh, their assholes have knives the assholes have knives yeah their yes. assholes have knives yep and mark brought that to life we, we drew a wasp with a, an, an asshole uh that has a knife sticking out of its asshole <laughs> it's just that's the way yeah, we learn i can say something that stupid and uh <laughs> so truly talented people bring it to life mark what in 1992 were you watching uh 1992 um I'm trying to think. Well, I mean, you guys mentioned a lot of a lot of good stuff, and actually, I called in partly to piggyback on what E Rock was saying. Um, you know, with MTV, I mean, that was that was big. So it would have been. So I'm I'm the same age as you, RK. I'm actually July 15th, my birthday. Oh. 82. So we're we're I'm we're I'm right six days older than you. Um, but um, what's that? I'm six days older than you. Six days older. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it shows, man. I know. Looking, look at me. I'm a looking, uh, I'm a mummy. For <laughs> <laughs> a lip properly, um, it look fantastic. But yeah, like liquid liquid television was was huge. Uh, I mean, uh, actually, just recently I found uh, Vimeo. They had uh, HD transfers of all of uh, the Max series, which uh, was amazing. They just brought um, back the Max and in it's, comic it's book gorgeous form to see it to see it in uh, in HD and. Um, and I was thinking too, you know, because <clears throat> I've started now that they're they're talking about developing the, uh, uh, the uh, fucking uh, what's the Team Man series? Yes, uh, I think that'd be great to see, you know, that kind of done at least with that first run that Sam Keith did. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even though I think it 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 was good that Sam Keith left that book and it was able to kind of grow and evolve and go different directions. But right. I think he, you know, uh, if you look at that Max cartoon, like it's the fidelity, like the, the transfer from the comic to uh, the show is great. You know, so I think they could do something like that. And for me, I would like to see it done more than an anthology where they had different directors. There could be some live action to be animated. Yeah. You know, like uh, components to it, just kind of have a mix of stuff. That'd be awesome. Um, He's very much like the incredible Hulk in ways. And um, yeah, and uh, they, I, he, they just did a run with the Batman and the Max, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that uh, I didn't yep, get. So I have it pulled, but I never got a chance to read it. So it, I'll get to it. I have so many comics yeah, I have to read. There was uh, there was talk out there about Channing Tatum wanted to do like a Max yeah. movie, which like live action. Just I don't see how it's going to translate. I don't think that's going to work. No, uh, I just I just can't see it. Channing Tatum is a good dude, you know, but. Um, I just can't see that translating to a, to a live action film, you know. Um, and then you know you had the head. Um, yes. I'm trying to think of what else. Uh, Eon Flux, was, who got her movie. Eon Flux, yeah, absolutely. 
Um, and yeah, I mean, he was, but he was butt hard again. I actually just watched um, a, a short uh, documentary about the making of King of the Hill, and, and Mike Judge is just a fucking I know. genius. I, I, I think I watched that documentary too. It was in a few parts on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, I watched it exactly. too. I'm a um, huge King of the Hill fan. I was watching it all weekend. Um, I love King of the Hill. Can't get better than. It. Yeah, and actually, I, I just started. Um, um, now that they have FX on Hulu, uh, I never watched Better Things, and now they have all that on Hulu. I've gotten into that show uh, with uh, was it uh, Pamela Adlin that was the voice of of Bobby Hill. Yeah, Bobby Hill. Um, yeah, that's a fantastic. And show. that's a, yeah. a spinoff so of Louis' show, right? What's that? That's a spinoff of Louis' show, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Which, I got to check um, that out. Uh, yeah, that the the Lucky Louis show that they had, I think it was just one season. They had on HBO. Yeah. Um, which was just such like a bare bones production. It, it it kind of felt like a like um, a stage play, yeah. You know, like a play more yeah. anything else. Yeah, and it was it was fantastic. So fucking funny. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and they just they just worked so well together. You know, um, her and her and Louis. So her voice acting um, as Bobby Hill is incredible. It's incredible. Yeah, and it's it's amazing too. In that documentary, he talked about like she just came in and nailed it. Like that was yeah. just out of the gate. You know what she had. And she kind of walked away from it, thinking like she didn't get the job or didn't do it, didn't do very well. And and they were like, that's that's it. Like she's she's got it. Um, but yeah, and then uh, I think other things, you know, um, you know, for me, like that block, like Fox with like dinosaurs, 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 um, and uh, Simpsons. You know, of course. Um, actually, there was a there was a, a time where <laughs> I wasn't allowed to watch The Simpsons in my house. Yeah, uh, I think. Yeah, I went. You know, I went to it, Catholic like it school was, it too. Was yeah, huge, and I, I was I was into it from the beginning. Like I remember, uh, before the show came out, they had some of those like promotions with like Butterfingers. And I uh-huh. got like, a Simpsons comic, and then uh, and I was just a huge, huge Simpsons fan. But there was yeah, there was a time for I don't know, maybe like a few months or maybe could it be a year where I was allowed to watch it. And uh, I think finally my parents just gave up and like fuck it, you know, let the kid watch the Simpsons. Yeah, that's how my parents <laughs> and, uh, were for for MTV for me. It was like you can't watch this, you can't watch this. Fuck it, let him watch it. You know, he's already gone. Yeah, we lost yeah. him. Yeah, and that's you know, like for me as a kid, there's a lot of those weird double standards, and and like there were times that my parents would like shelter me and not let me watch certain things. But at the same time, like the majority of my knowledge of horror movies came from my mom. It's like I wasn't allowed to watch the Simpsons, but I could watch. Like pretty much any horror movie. Right. My mom's like a huge horror fan. My mom made me watch Killer Clowns from Outer Space when it came out, and I was fucking traumatized. I like the movie now. It's funny now, but when I was a kid, I was fucking traumatized. And she made me watch yeah. it. She's, you know, and she, we, she made me watch the original Halloween and Child's Play, but she wouldn't let me watch fucking yeah. Beavis and Butthead. You know, I remember one that it, it seems maybe kind of. Down in retrospect, but one that really freaked me out as a kid that I watched with my mom was uh, Cat's Eye, that uh, the Stephen King one with yeah. like, the little weird like troll guy. Yeah, there like, was um, there was a, the, they had that like really extreme um, smoking sensation program, with, like they would put you in a room and electrocute you, and, like just fucking bonkers. But that one for some reason just really freaked me out as a kid. Yeah, a lot of these the ones that freaked me out were the ones that I thought was going to happen to me. Like Halloween didn't scare right. me so much because I wasn't a, a you know a, a hot young babysitter, but like Child's Play and Killer Clowns from Outer Space, I thought I had nightmares that the Killer Clowns were gonna come down the street in that car <laughs> and put me in a cotton candy cocoon. And my mom's like, "Oh, yeah. don't be a little idiot. That's not gonna happen." But she didn't know. She didn't know. <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of what else. Um, 
I don't know. I mean, it's, it's like you said, I mean, I had uh, HBO as a kid, um, and I made a comment earlier um, in one of the most supposed comments, and, um, you know, my dad, I think, conceded and, and uh, got HBO to try to satisfy or to satiate my mom's uh, movie rental addiction, because she was just, movie, you know, renting a lot of movies. She was like, well, if we go to HBO, she wouldn't have to rent as many movies. Um, so, you know, but still, like, the majority of, of the movies I remember watching as a kid were ones that I saw, like, in USA, or I saw them on TNT, or, you know, um, the Amazing Network, and so, um, but yeah, I mean, there was, there was some really good uh, series that HBO had, too, like, there was one called uh, Encyclopedia, which is, uh, was, like, kind of more kid-oriented programming, um, yes. it was real funky, and, like, and kind of out there, um, had a, a lot of really, like, weird, um, like, musical bits and stuff, too. And Fraggle Rock um, used to be on HBO. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Fraggle Rock is fucking amazing. Oh, the other one that actually uh, I, have, I have some new kids. My oldest is uh, nine, my youngest is four. And um, so for a while they had uh, Jim Henson's Storyteller on there, which was phenomenal. That was a great series. Uh, and a couple of those are really kind of freaky, but um, but still, I mean, it's it's incredibly well done. It's Jim Henson, right? You can't go wrong. I mean, it's just right. uh, phenomenal. Um, but yeah, that was, that was, that was a really good one. Um, yeah, man, I don't know. It's, there's lots of good stuff and I just, uh, thank you guys for doing what you do and, um, you know, having this community and, uh, giving us some kind of distraction and something to talk about in the midst of all this shit. I'm actually in my office right now. Uh, I work at the university, so I'm just sitting here trying to figure out how to do what I do online, which is, uh, next to impossible. Oh man. <laughs> Um, we'll figure something out. Yeah, absolutely. And you got all the talent in the world. You'll always have you'll always have a stream of income coming in because, I mean, artists uh, can always figure out how to make a make a buck. Um, but uh, especially someone who does like the cool stuff you do, and uh, definitely check out Ferris uh, Mark's uh, uh, Instagram. And if he's got any prints for sale, snatch them up because they are awesome and they're really like high quality Appreciate too. Him. They're really it's like a really good quality screen print. It's good stuff. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it, guys. All right, we'll hop off and uh, let you guys get back to it. Um, I'll definitely uh, stick around and I'll, I'll uh, try to catch you guys again tomorrow during the, uh, during the Batman awesome. uh, watch party. Thanks, Mark. Cool. All right, take it easy, guys. Later, Thanks, buddy. See ya. Bye. See ya. All right. We are, uh, we'll have a few more minutes if anyone else wants to call in. We're finally, uh, just to talk about uh, Saturday uh, on Fox. Fox owns Saturday nights with uh, eight to nine o'clock cops, a full hour of cops. Yeah. And then um, CBS had Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. Ooh, see, that was tough in my house. It was a battle between me wanting to watch cops and uh, my mom. That was. Uh, my mom was, was probably. One that, that, that one um, uh, veto that she would get. It's like no matter what, we were oh. watching Dr. Quinn. We got a call. Call from Joe, California. Joe. To accept, press one. Hey, Joe, what's happening, bud? Hey, guys. Uh, Eric and uh, Mark there. They're, those dudes are fucking awesome, dude. Hell yeah. Yeah, they are. You guys are all. Yeah, we awesome. don't even have to do anything. Yeah, well, it's, it's the callers are helping us out, giving us, uh, so giving us content. On, on my. On my TV screen, it looks like RK on the left and Brad Pitt on the 
I'm sorry, RK on the right, Brad Pitt on the left on my TV screen right now. That's exactly what you're seeing. Don't be fooled. He's a handsome, handsome boy. Brad Pitt, like Brad Pitt's shirt off scene in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Squeezer could blow that. Pop your shirt off right now, Squeezer, and blow that out of the water. No, no, we're not. We're not. We're not going to do that because um, because this is a family uh, show uh, and we can't show. Um, we can't have breasts on, on air. So, uh. <laughs> real quick, um, b before the uh, uh, before the live stream officially started, we're doing like a little cold open. We're talking about Kmart. Um, I was in Pennsylvania about ten years ago. I was driving from Philadelphia to Fairless Hills, and I don't know what town I stopped in, but there was a Kmart. Do you guys know by any chance? Uh, what I'm talking about? Yes, I do know what you're talking about. Um, hold on, I gotta get bearings. Uh, what town did you go to? Fair. Well, I was I landed in Philadelphia and I was going to mm -hmm. Spinomania. It's the Phyllis Fairless Hills Wrestling. Garden Center. So it's it's it's, it's right, right by still open. Uh, no, it's right by Sesame Place. Any everything but Sesame Place is closed down in Fairless Hills. No they, shit, they, huh? they put nicer like bucks county became like the ritziest place to live in pennsylvania and that's, yeah that's they don't even call it fairless hills anymore it's now it's like langhorn yeah it's langhorn it, address they call themselves langhorn yeah they, they call themselves langhorn but it, this the the fairless hills town center is still there um but if there I was like a find the mania there a couple times i met the nwo once and then um the first time i went i think uh my buddy dragged me well not dragged me i was i willingly went um to see Matt Bourne doing the clown. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Born again. Was that when he was doing well, that? There you go. Yeah, Born again, the ECW clown gimmick. That was awesome. Um, there you go. We um, we used to uh, so the, growing up here, we used to ECW when they would tour, they'd basically bounce between the Bingo Hall in Philadelphia and up here, uh, Hamburg, which is about uh, 15, 20 minutes from us at the Hamburg Fieldhouse, and then they'd play um, right right by us, Ag Hall. So you'd get ECW here at least like like six, seven times a year uh, doing shows. And they were like, I, I mean, nothing was better than an ECW show. I was at, I was, we got front row because I was working at KB Toy Store. And one of the guys who dealt the tickets had a, had a kiosk in the mall that sold wrestling merch, but he also sold tickets. So when he opened, we got front row tickets, me and my buddy John and a couple guys at work. So we were in the front row and they had these seats. They were these hardwood ag hall seats. They weren't gimmick seats. And uh, RVD took one and smacked fucking Bubba Ray Dudley over the back with it. And I, it, like from my friend, it was right in front of us. It was amazing. And it had to hurt like hell. Those guys like were solid oak. Yeah, those guys were true blue freaking maniacs. And back then, ECW was, you know, I, I live out in California, so I couldn't see ECW as much as I wanted to, you know. But ECW, man, that shit back in the day, legit. Straight legit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you guys are so lucky that you'd be able to see that in person. Yeah, I, I was at the bingo hall uh, only twice, but I saw them at uh, um, the Hamburg Fieldhouse three times and Ag Hall four times. So, yeah, I was you at a suck. lot of EV, EV, ECW shows. My dad, uh, only... Jeffrey, was with me at a lot of those, Squeezer. So you could, the next time you see him I in the parking lot, that's hard to... ask, ask him about I got to... to see him when they came through Stabler. That was the only time I got a chance to see him that was sort of later the, in the run too and the, um and the shitty thing even is, then is we'll never probably, probably be better off doing a field house. entertainment like that ever again no you won't 
Uh, you want it all. That was that was at the pinnacle. And they forced WWE to be better. So they wouldn't have been the attitude era probably wouldn't have right. existed without uh without uh ECW. And it and it wasn't just brutality. It was, there was some good wrestling, but it was the fan interaction too yeah. that I think is what made it. Yeah. And, it's still, and the still brutal. The old ECW arena. Yeah. Uh, you know, like you said, the fans, you know, just you know, and it seemed like the fans were like right there. You know, um, you know, I could be exaggerating because you know, seeing it on TV, but it just seemed like they were so involved and right there in front, you know, in front of all the action. Oh, nice. Ferris was no, at like Dutch it... Wonderland squeezer. What's that? Mark Ferris was at Dutch Wonderland. Oh, I love Dutch there. Wonderland. It's where wishes and dreams come true. Has anyone ever been to Dorney Park? That's in like my backyard. I don't think so. Yeah, the great thing, Dutch Wonderland, so, if you so got little talking, kids. So we're talking about Dutch Wonderland. Uh, it's a place TGIF fuck. earlier. Oops. Um, Harriet was actually once. the Mercy. elevator operator in Perfect Strangers, right? I Sorry, Squeezer was talking over you. Who was the elevator operator in Perfect Strangers? Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, Squeezer. Um, in Perfect Strangers, Harriet Winslow was the elevator operator. Ah, that's what you... I. So I liked Perfect Strangers, of course. When my parents used to drop us off at my neighbor's house uh, when they'd go out, uh, Friday night was their date night, uh, and uh, this old lady across the street would watch us, we'd watch TGIF. But Perfect Strangers was kind of like, eh, wait till Full House comes on. I liked it, but I don't remember it fully. But yeah, uh, I do remember that it was Family Matters was spun off and Harriet Winslow was the elevator. Uh, we just called it Balky in our house. We want to watch Balky. Balky. Cousin Larry. Cousin so I Larry. think Perfect Strangers uh, jumped the shark when they moved out of the apartment and they moved into the house with their two girlfriends. They it wasn't in Haunted? Yeah. Uh, you know what? I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. something like that. It was, it was, it was really stupid. That, yeah. You know, they, they were coming up with. It, it was like he, then a, he had to claim some sort of royalty to get it or something. It was really stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and was, I think that's when they moved to Saturday nights with, um, or I could be wrong, but... A, a lot of those shows end up moving to Saturday nights where they just completely died. Yeah, um, you can't go against the boss, cops. Growing pains. And um, I think MacGyver moved to Saturday nights as well when it just, you know, they all just took a real big shit. <laughs> well, if we ever want Squeezer to go fr shot by shot, frame by frame, and describe a Saturday Night MacGyver episode, uh, he'll well, be happy we'll to oblige. We'll see how long we're locked down here. So. <laughs> Um, another thing about Friday night, I'll you guys remember, quest. and I'm sure guys on the chat remember, um, when CBS tried to do their own Friday night TGIF, and they called it the block party. Yeah, yeah. It didn't, it did not take off and like TGIF. Family Matters and Step by Step moved there, and, and speaking of shifts, they took a real big one on, on CBS. Yeah, the after, uh, so yeah, they, it was kind of a, it was kind of when people stopped watching TGIF at that point already. So CBS is like, oh, these shows are getting kind of canceled. We'll take them over because uh, they're produced by Warner Brothers and CBS at Viacom had a stake in there uh, somehow uh, before like the whole. Th th that's why CW exists now, because they, they were kind of joint venture and in, in television. Um, but, uh, yeah, they, they jumped to CBS and no one wanted anything to do with them. <laughs> they're already they're already past the prime at that point. And I believe Balky, uh, Bronson Pinchot, had his own show on CBS. I don't remember the name of it, but I believe it came on, uh, I think, between Family Matters and Step by Step, if I'm not mistaken. Huh. Well, Squeezer, the man in the chair, looked that up for us. Yeah, I, I can't remember the name of it. Obviously, it was 
I just remember Balky from uh, from the uh, Beverly Hills Cop movies. And Balky actually moved over to Step by Step when it was still on ABC. He took over for Cody when um, I can't think of the guy's real name when he was in legal trouble for oh uh, math right domestic violence or oh yeah like he was doing yeah. drugs or something and he he yeah. Yeah, it was something. It was something real shitty, and and, and Balky took over for about a year or so, and and yeah, it wasn't very good. Um, yeah. Well, anyway, guys, this is my third day calling in. You know, I'm still working at home, and let you guys keep me entertained while I'm, like I said, quote unquote, working. Yeah, of course. And thanks for listening every day. Thanks for calling in, and uh, thank you for everybody uh, for being part of this. This has been fun, and. Uh, uh, the call-ins have made it even more fun interacting with you guys finally. Um, we hope to continue that uh, going forward. Uh, but thanks for calling in, Joe. All right. I'll watch uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood again tonight so I can see more of uh, Squeezer. Yeah, there you go. Such a handsome boy. <laughs> Bye, guys. See ya. <laughs> thanks. Okay, I think it's time to wrap it up because I really have to pee. <laughs> Once we get that switcher, yeah. I'll be able to build in and, commercial uh, blocks. So oh, that awesome. That'd be great. I can't really go anywhere. I got busted twice already. It's getting worse. I'm getting text saying I'm using too much profanity and it's coming through the floorboards. <laughs> oh, man. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for being a part of today's show. We will be back at 12 noon tomorrow with a watch along of the 89 Batman. So get it queued up uh, wherever you have it and get ready to watch batman um that's all for today thank you to everybody who called in i've said it all that's right sean and squeezer you said it all and you guys in the chat were awesome i hope you're all here tomorrow uh and here comes the theme music squeezer talk them out and ryan's gonna turn around and there's a because the mixer's behind him and now he's gonna play the music and, and here I, it I comes forget, in yeah i forget to start it i forget to start it after start the, it, the intro he, he starts talking before he gets to the microphone and it, it's a nice, uh, you can't even recreate that in post, folks. No, you can't. All right. Uh, Holy effect. I'm RK. Thank you, guys. See you all tomorrow. See you in tomorrow, Brian, and Autumn, and Ferris, and Eric, and Joe, and, and everybody who called in, and Sean down in Miami. Peace, guys. Squeezer. See ya. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Bye.